Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30 present The Drive. It is Friday. It's kickoff week, and it's Saturday. We've got Marshall and Virginia Tech. Welcome in. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're here until 6 o'clock. Our text line is going to be open at 304-396-8255. That's 304-396-TALK. we got a jam-packed show coming up in a little bit. We're going to hear from Chris Grassy. Number one, Marshall. Number three, UCF. It's a sold-out match. It's also senior night tomorrow, and that's going to be following the Marshall football game against Virginia Tech. Also sold out. And we're going to have the game going on at 9 a.m. noon kick right here on ESPN 94.1 at a.m. 930. We'll hear a little bit later from Dickie Martin. We'll preview Ashland taking on Greenup County, and I'll have my preview Give you a sneak peek of tomorrow's game day coverage with the kickoff. That's coming up a little bit later on as well. So jam-packed. We've got so much to get into. Tomorrow, it's a big day. It's Stripe the Joan. It's going to be a sellout. The Thunder Walk is going to be at 9.30 a.m. And then Fan Fest is going to be at 9.45 a.m. So a lot going on. And then, as I mentioned, soccer, number one, Marshall, number three, UCF. It's a Sunbelt showdown. And we'll have the coach on a little bit later on to talk about that. So I'm excited for everything that's happening tonight. And don't forget, we've got high school football action. Coming up tonight here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. It's another high school football Friday night with the Huntington Highlanders. As they take on Capital, we'll have that game starting at 7. Woody Woodrum will be on the call with Christian Palmer. Huntington High remains undefeated. So far, not too many teams have really given the Highlanders much of a challenge. Is that going to change tonight with Capital? Well, you know, you, you go into the game thinking maybe they can carry over some of their uh, the way they played against last week at St. Albans where they won 48-18 to get off of Schneid. They're 1-2 and two now. And they have scored previous to that against Parkersburg South and Hurricane. They piled up 33 points in those two games. Unfortunately, they gave up 176. So that was why they lost the first two games. And uh, But, you know, it's a team with some talented players, as Capital always has. I mean, this is a program that uh, is ranked 21st out of 32 right now in the really not that important rankings. And they have four state titles, the last one coming in 2014, so less than a decade ago. And they've been runners-up in 2015. And, uh, you know, it's a good program. It's always been a hard place to play because they've always got good athletes. But right now, you're looking at a team that only has four junior starters, and they're on the offensive line. Uh, one of those guys also flips over and plays on the defensive line, but that's the only four older players in their lineup. Everybody else is a freshman or a sophomore. And what Mark Mason is doing, former herd player here, 91, 92, 90, 
let me see, 89, 90, 91. Uh, Mark's in his third season. He went two and nine first year, three and seven last year, and so far one and two this year. He's just trying to grow these players up, Paul, and and see if he can get them. So Fernando Valdivia is the quarterback. He's just a sophomore, but against St. Albans, he had seven to fifteen, hundred seventy-two yards and a touchdown. He also ran three times for thirty-three yards and another touchdown. They stuck a freshman in there. Uh, in the second half, and Zion Christian on his first carry went 68 yards for a touchdown. And then on his second carry, he went 44 yards but didn't score. So two carries, 102 yards. He uh, he played pretty well. The main back is uh, Camden Harris. He's also their middle linebacker. He rushed eight times for 60 yards and a touchdown, and he also had a uh, special team score, 65 yards for a touchdown on a kickoff return. So, you know, like I say, they always have athletes. Uh, Jermer Smith is a sophomore safety. He blocked a punt, returned it for a touchdown against St. Albans. But, uh, you know, when you've got one junior, nine sophomores, and one freshman starting for you on defense, that makes it an uphill climb, no doubt about that. How much of this transfer portal nonsense really impacted this team? It did in the fact that they lost players. When you looked at their roster on uh, uh, the Max website, that uh, there were players listed. Like the thing that tipped me off was there was MJ Dixon. I went, wait a minute, that was the starting defensive end for GW last week. So there were like four or five players listed in the Max Prep site that were on another team now because they haven't won. At Capital, you know, uh, kids don't get excited about two and nine, three and seven. I think the other thing that happened in Canal Valley was, you know, they'd been losing jobs for years in the chemical industries, DuPont, Union Carbide, FMC, Monsanto. All those jobs that used to be there have kind of withered away, and that's why we're seeing from one end of the county, St. Albans, to the other in Riverside, and in between GW south charleston and capital they've they've just lost a lot of players some to each other but they've also had players leave and go to hurricane and uh there's two south charleston who are came to huntington last year now their mother got a job here and they grew up here but you know i guess you gotta if all is going to be as is i mean cabell midland lost two guys to hurricane the two grace brothers john grace's kids but they picked up the quarterback from Parkersburg South. So that's going on. But I think right now you're seeing mostly a bleed off on some of these good teams. I mean, quite frankly, St. Albans is a team that everybody looks forward to because that's a chance for at least one win. And and you got to wonder if seven or eight games from now, St. Albans is 0-3, will they still have players? Will they still have ever how many came out for the team still be there, Paul? So... And, and, you know, Huntington, honestly, they they played their starters most of the Spring Valley game because it was the first game. But then against South Charleston, the starters were out after the first quarter. Second team was out at halftime when it was 86 nothing, And the second teamers and South Charleston battled to a 0-0 tie in the second half. And that wasn't a fluke because two days, three days later, when they played the JV game, the Huntington JV beat the South Charleston JV 42-7. to 7. 
So they bounced back last week, got a lot of reps against GW in a 42-13 win. But, uh, you know, we'll just have to see how they play. Uh, it's been kind of hit and miss on playing time. Uh, after this game, they go to Riverside, who's also struggling. Then they're home for Woodrow Wilson, no longer in the MSAC. And then they also go to Parkersburg, host Midland after that. So I think that's the three best teams they're going to play, except for Hurricane, the last game of the season. Yeah, and Hurricane might not be everything we thought they were after the schedule kind of maybe exposed them a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, GW looked like a world beater against them. And then Huntington took GW apart. I mean, GW won that game 21-14. Now, granted, Hurricane made a lot of mistakes in the game, but GW kept their mistakes to a minimum. That's how they won it. Huntington did some different things to Abe Fenwick. The quarterback was only 4 of 18 with four interceptions last weekend against this really good Huntington defense. Woody Woodrum's with us. He'll be on the call tonight with Christian Palmer. The game coming up 7 o'clock airtime here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Hopefully, we'll get to see the entire game played out with the starters. I don't want to see another. I mean, you want the win, obviously, but let's hope that this thing kind of calms down because right now we're getting lawmakers involved with all of this. We don't need that kind of nonsense. No, uh, you know, you really can't. They're they're looking for something they can put their finger on quick and stop with the transfers. But before they changed it, you were allowed one transfer anywhere. It's just the kids seem to be coming and going at, at will now. And maybe that'll be addressed in the next legislature session. But as you say, all we can do is worry about the players who are out there tonight. Yep, that's all I'm looking forward to. Thanks, Woody. We've got that game coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. When we continue, we talk men's soccer. Marshall, number one team in the country, taking on UCF, the number three team in the country. It's a Sunbelt showdown. Chris Grassy joins me on the other side of the break here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place, formerly Centers in Saints Bar, is under new ownership. Stop on by and check out Happy Hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and other daily specials. If you're a sports fan, they have what you need. Coming up from the NCAA Tournament, Major League Baseball to the XFL. And listen up. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials they have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check them out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Our Kindred Communications family of stations reminds you of the need for blood donations to the Red Cross. Blood is always needed. It may save your life or the life of a loved one. This reminder is brought to you in part by the trauma surgeons at Marshall Surgery online at marshallhealth.com slash surgery. 
Loan Central, specializing in installment and mortgage loans. Tax preparation with six locations. The award-winning Buckeye Hills Career Center in Rio Grande, Ohio. Learn more about available programs at BuckeyeHills.net. You've been on the go all summer, but now things are winding down and your summer adventures are coming to an end. We say don't let them with a $60 rebate on the Uniroyal Laredo family of tires and a $40 tire rebate on all other tire lines. Now is the time to snag a new set before September 28th and start planning your next adventure. Uniroyal, all season adventure starts here. Get details at uniroyaltires.com slash promotions. Offer tires 928-2023. Void prohibited. Copyright 2023. MNA Incorporated. All rights reserved. Call TikTok Tire today to take advantage of the savings. TikTok Tire, 2102 3rd Avenue, Huntington. Check out Working Man's store in Huntington. The biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia featuring brands such as Medcouture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man's store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man's store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man's store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man's store, open every day at 145th Avenue or online at workingmanstore.com. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Any daughter would do the same. But soon enough, he needed help doing more things, and it was up to me to be his personal shopper and financial manager, too. And before I knew it, Dad moved in with me, so I became his cook, his personal assistant, his physical therapist, and even his nurse. When I started taking care of Dad... I didn't realize all the roles I'd have to play. But no matter what, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the many roles you play. And to help, we created an online caregiving resource center. At aarp.org caregiving, you can find resources and connect with the caregiving community. Together, we can better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving to learn more. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. A huge sports weekend for Thundering Heart fans. We've got Marshall taking on Virginia Tech at high noon tomorrow. And then after that, I hope you got your tickets because it's a sellout. Number one, Marshall. Number three, UCF. It's a Sunbelt showdown, two of the best teams in soccer playing after the football game. And to tell us a little bit more about the matchup is the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd, Chris Grassy. Coach, you got a big weekend. I know you envisioned this, but, man, this is going to be fantastic. Number one team, number three team, and it's all in the Sunbelt, and it's right here in Huntington. Well, I mean, yeah, I always hope to be number one. Um, want to be number one at the end of the season. But uh, when we put the Sunbelt together, we, we tried to really hard. You know, I think we talked about this a little bit on the show. You know, tried really hard to get WVU and UCF and Kentucky and South Carolina uh, to come across with us and make the Sunbelt one of the top soccer conferences in the nation. And, you know, this year has just sort of proven to be that way with right now with us uh, one, two, and three uh, Sunbelt teams. Anybody could have just said, hey, we got a few teams here. we got enough for a league. Let's do this. But you actively went and got the very best you possibly could to, to bring into this league. What does this do for not only your program, but for the league to have number one, number two, and number three all in the Sun Belt? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a, it's a great advertisement to uh, all the young recruits who want to come and play, you know, college.
college soccer and you know the there's been some other conferences some of the traditional uh sort of power conferences if you will who you know sort of made their mark and try to you know put themselves above everybody else and make their lives easier with recruitment and you know now we're trying to do the same and we're trying to you know claw back some of that power and and, and maybe take a few crowns down the road um so we're just trying to you know if we can have a good conference and we can put great competitions like tomorrow night on you know show a really good brand of soccer and then we can win things and, and constantly be in the top of the rankings i think that's just going to be good for everybody and then look maybe one of the sunbelt teams every year is the one that wins it you know hopefully us but uh, if not us then hopefully somebody from our conference it's also a sellout so we've got two sellouts tomorrow football is going to have a sellout you're going to have a sellout that's just a testament to the fans. This isn't a one-off where you get small crowds and then, hey, we've got a big-time matchup, let's show up. You've been getting really good crowds all season long, and, and this one's no exception. Yeah, you know, this is going to be, you know, full to capacity, uh, whatever the fire marshal sort of themes that we can fit in the in the facility. We've sold out every seat um, in the sort of small stadium that we do have for, for three years, and, you know, the crowd just keeps coming. It keeps getting bigger, you know, even like a Tuesday night, Sort of a non, not really a, a ranked opposition, and we'll get you know 1,500 fans, and it'll be every seat in the house will be sold out, and they'll be standing room only. So it's just we have an amazing community. Uh, support we get is part of the reason we're successful. I mean, part of the reason we won a national championship is because we had all of those thousands of fans there to cheer us on, and we we sold out our allotment at every round, and it really helps. And the crowd and the Huntington community play a huge part in our success, and so we're just happy to you know, uh, continue that virtuous cycle where they give us energy and support us and we perform better and then they give us more energy and more support. We perform better and it just goes round and round. So absolutely loving the crowd at the minute. Chris Grassi's with me. Marshall taking on Central Florida, UCF. That's coming up tomorrow. Sold out matchup. There's no chance of opening up any more space, right? We're, we're talking sold out, no tickets. If you got him, you got him. I think that's the way it is right now, yeah. So big match. Of course, fans that can't go, they can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. You're coming off a really big win at number 9, James Madison. That was a, a tough contest for you. It was a 3-1 win for your squad, but still, uh, you had to battle a little bit. Let's talk about Central Florida now. They um, they come in, standout team. They they had a, a tremendous match with West Virginia you know, what do you see from them when you watch them on film? What's the challenge going to be for you? Yeah, I mean, they're a super talented team. Uh, they've got a lot of, you know, good players in each position. They've got good, skillful wingers, um, good creative players in the middle of midfield. They've got defenders who, you know, will put their body on the line. And, you know, a couple of really nice lads. I happen to, you know, know a couple of their players um, from just working, uh, you know, down soccer camps every once in a while. And, you know, got to know some of them. So they got some really good people. Their coaching staff are gentlemen. Um, I think it's it's going to be a really tough matchup for us. And I think they they play a really exciting, you know, good brand of soccer. And so we just, you know, we love the challenge. We love the fact that, you know, this is a big test for us. Obviously, no Matthew uh, because of the red card, no Theo. Um, so we're just having to rely on our squad depth. which We do have a great squad and a, a lot of depth. And so it's an opportunity for the people to step in. Um, but it's just, it's going to be a great matchup and it's going to test us tactically and physically. And we're just excited for this challenge. I know without Bell, it changes a little bit with your dynamic. Is it really a 
big loss, or with that depth, do you feel real comfortable knowing that you know the system works? We've got the players that can step up. You know, what are your feelings going into this? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's you know there's there's been you know players who who've been uh, chomping out the bit. You know, we had uh, Alvaro out with an injury, and, and you know, he's in contention to be back. And then we have uh, Eamon Soto, uh, Augustin, Ryan Holmes. We have guys who are, like, ready to step in and play, and they've been waiting for their opportunity. So as much as, you know, Matthew's a great player and, and you know, he has a unique skill set in college soccer, um, we have other guys who are chopping at the bit to get their chance, and I think that's a great... You know, it's almost a silver lining for us, right? That, that Matthew's not there and, and Theo's not there. We had a bit of adversity. We, we kind of cruised out to a 3-0 lead at GMU. And then we went number one in the country and, and you know, sort of consensus number one across all the different polls and with all the coaches. Um, and then, you know, now we have this adversity where it's we're missing players, so we can't rest on our laurels, and I love it. And now we've got guys stepping in who want to earn the jersey full-time. You know, we have dangerous players. We have a lot of attacking depth on this team. Um, a lot of guys in the, in the defense who can step up and who who should rightly be playing, but I've just got to pick eleven. So I'm I'm kind of that's the silver lining for me. I'm positive about the situation because guys have to step in and prove that they deserve the jersey, and that's and and we have to prove again that we are you know good enough without these players. So I think that's a fantastic situation to be in because the danger of being number one is we start to rest on our laurels, and you know all of a sudden we have a really tough match and we don't quite bring everything. Now I think. Because of the situation, mentally, physically, we'll be bringing absolutely everything we've got. I was going to ask you, with the number one ranking, how do you uh, how do you maintain the intensity, the level of play? And, and you really like you probably would have manufactured some adversity if you didn't have it already. <laughs> yeah, you know, tricks of the trade, uh, siege mentality, and all that. But you know, we we kind of all feeling that right now. You know, that's a genuine genuine emotion. We felt like we got sort of wronged in the previous game and, and so we have something to prove you know we we feel like we we still haven't played our best we haven't put 90 minutes together from from start to finish you know we still have these things to prove to ourselves um and and the whole you know the, the whole theme all season the whole uh, mantra of the team has been it's about us it's about us how do we improve how do we only focus on ourselves you know we're not too worried about the opposition tactics and, and what they're going to do. We're worried about ourselves and how do we make those tiny little improvements um, in each position and in and, and, and our movements within those positions and our technique in those positions and our tactical understanding in those positions. So the whole uh, process this season has been just about just focused on us and you know going into this game, it's been no different. Chris Grassi is with us. Marshall taking on Central Florida coming up tomorrow. I would say, hey, let's uh, let's hype this up a little bit more for ticket sales. But you know, you've already done your job, really. Uh, I hope that that's the problem we have all season long. You come on and talk about the game, and we can't tell people to show up because you've got all the tickets sold. That's that's my hope for you. <laughs> you know, that's that's fantastic. And you know, my dream, like one day, I'd love to get a a crowd. I'd like to break five thousand, and then I'd like to break ten thousand uh, because we've got such a wonderful soccer community and. You know, the hype for this game, obviously, our marketing department's done a, done a fantastic job. And I've got to give a lot of credit to my wife, Allison. She throws an amazing tailgate um, in the park here, there behind the stadium. And so she does a wonderful job making sure everybody's has entertainment and fun. And they, there's a place to get together. And it, it helps create that real sense of community, which, you know, just kind of grows itself. It's just a fun thing to do. 
Um, and then hopefully we can provide a good brand of soccer and, and some entertaining goals and some great action that, that, that people can really get behind. All right, what do you want more? What's your what's higher on your wish list? More seats or grass surface? What's higher? Oh, um, that's hard to split. I mean, one is like selfishly for the team. You know, I think we'll play better on grass if we can train on grass every day and play on grass. I think the ball will move better for us the way we play our possession style. But then, you know, what's the point of playing great soccer if we don't have enough seats for the fans to come and watch us play? So it's kind of a... Can I just say both and, and not really answer the question? Okay, I think both. You know what? Let's challenge this athletic department. I'll I'll put them on the spot. We want both. We want more seats and we want natural surface. We want grass. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, Christian's come in and done an amazing job. What an energizer he is. And he's come in and, and he has a great vision and he's listening to everything we need. He's getting us the things we need. He came in when he arrived here with a when-win list. So it was like, what do you need to win? When you get this item, you can win it. To be fair, you know, the number one and two things on my list that they've they've got it done and we are number one in the country because of their support and because we've been able to have this depth of squad, uh, which is down to, you know, Christian's work and Deborah's work, Sean totally in compliance. Like they've been amazing getting us what we need and they know that he's fully on board with getting us on a grass pitch, getting us more seats, right? They they have such a a duty of care to the student athletes and that's what they're really big on. So the, the student athletes, you know, it's, it's they better play on grass, they play better soccer, less injuries. Um, I think that's kind of where, you know, their heads are with that. And then obviously, you know, they've been big on this community as well and making sure they have access. You've seen what they've done with football games, with sellouts, with, with basketball games, with sellouts, with making just the atmosphere and the environment good. And, you know, soccer's getting that treatment as well. And, you know, down the road, we will, you know, increase the seating capacity. We will get to grass, I've got no doubt. Good luck tomorrow. UCF is one of my favorite teams to not like from the basketball and football series years ago, and I hope the soccer version of this rivalry becomes really big for Marshall and Central Florida. So good luck tomorrow, and we'll get you back soon, Coach. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That is Chris Grassy, the Thundering Herd, taking on Central Florida tomorrow. You can't get tickets, so you're going to have to depend on watching the game after The Thundering Herd beats Virginia Tech. That's going to be on ESPN+. Hopefully, we'll get those seating capacity upgrades sooner than later. That first kick is set for 7.15 p.m. More coming up. Speaking of kickoffs, we'll get you set for the game tomorrow with our kickoff when we continue on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Check out Working Man's Store in Huntington, the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as MedCouture, Infinity, Dickies, and Cherokee at the best price. Working Man's Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man's Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man's Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man's Store, open every day at 145th Avenue or online at Working store.com stuck in a state of falling behind struggling to keep up with kids finances insurance and life well let your state farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state with state farm handling your auto home and life insurance you'll have more time to handle everything else more money too adding state farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40 percent help you get a
get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, Ray Crabtree, 304-736-8181. In Lavalette, Jason Elkins, 304-529-7555. And in Charleston, Lisa Godwin, 304-984-0000. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes, spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's Pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's, the Italian place to be. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Robert Newland Airport, home of the West Virginia Skydivers and Flying Cafe, along with Robert's Running and Walking Shop, will host the fourth annual West Virginia Beer Mile Friday, September 22nd at the Flying Cafe. Come out, enjoy the fun, or pop a top, and sign up for the individual or relay events. You must be 21 years old, have a designated driver, and BYOB. All proceeds benefit the Jeremiah Tree Foundation, supporting families caring for loved ones with disabilities or chronic illness. For more info, visit robertsrunning.com. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm, cool. I didn't know that. Yep, but the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Welcome back to our Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Still to come, we're going to hear from Dickie Martin. We'll get a preview of Ashland and Greenup County High School football across the Tri-State tonight. That game will be on our sister station, Cast Sports, in 93.3 and 1340. We'll open up the text line for you as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. As tonight is Virginia Tech Eve, tomorrow morning. We're going to be over there on the West Lot, 9 a.m. for West Virginia and Appalachian Laborers District Council College Football today, presented by Lyuna, your workforce solution, WVLDC.org. That's the pregame. We go on the air at 9 a.m., but special just for you because you're a listener of the show. Tomorrow morning, listeners across the tri-state that tune in before the game will get a chance to be a part of the kickoff. You get a chance to be a part of the kickoff now. Ladies and gentlemen, will you take your seats, please? Here we go. There's the kickoff. Two weeks ago at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, Marshall orchestrated a remarkable fourth quarter rally, scoring 21 points in less than five minutes to secure a convincing 31-13 victory over East Carolina, keeping their undefeated streak alive. Now, after an early bye week, Marshall is set to take on the Virginia Tech Hokies, a Power 5 opponent from the Atlantic Coast Conference, in front of a sold-out crowd. With a Power 5 school like Virginia Tech coming to town, the stakes are high. Coach Huff reminded the team all week of the challenge they're about to face. You know, I told the team, you got to still remember that they're a Power 5 team, regardless of what their record is. They have been recruiting on the Power 5 level for years. Um, so we're going to have to play extremely hard. We have to be really disciplined. Uh, we'll have to play our best game. I told the team we can't go out and play one half of football. To match Virginia Tech, Trent Haller said that the team has to come out the way they practiced on game day. That same intensity. We just got to come out, you know, how, how, how we're used to playing. We got to come out how we practice every day. Um, you know, obviously you got the, the jitter bugs and, and everything. You got the crowd. You got just an opposing team coming in. It's not your guys that you're hitting on. So I think we just need to, you know, it's going to be good to have a, a sold-out crowd, but I think we just need to hone in on what we need to do and just, you know, everything we did on the fourth, just make it come fast. Logan Osborne emphasized the significance of this matchup. Uh, it's exciting. You know, it's been a while since Power 5 team has come here. It's exciting. You know, you get excited for every every opponent, but having a Power 5 team coming here, it's, a, it's something surreal. The Virginia Tech Hokies are averaging 23 points with 324.3 total yards on offense. Questions do surround whether Chiron Drones or Grant Wells will be under center for this game as Wells recovers from an ankle injury sustained against Purdue. Offensively, uh, right now they're playing two quarterbacks. Um, I think Wells um, got hurt a little bit the last couple of games and kind of been out, and then Drones has come in, done a really good job. A little bit different than last week when we prepared for ECU, both quarterbacks were kind of the same. Um, so it made the plan a little bit easier. One was just a little bit taller than the other. But what they did physically was kind of the same. This one is totally different. The strengths that Grant has in throwing the ball and making reads and making decisions is different than um, Jones. Jones is able to run a little bit more. He's a bigger guy. Um, so now you're talking about your quarterback run game. You're talking about your QB draws. And you're talking about being able to throw the ball, which he does well. So it's going to be an extreme challenge. I think their running backs running really hard. Um, they got really good body, body and balance control. Um, um, and those two things, to me, are a success for offensive football. Owen Porter is impressed with the running backs Virginia Tech will throw at the Thundering Herd, including Bayshul Tootin. 
Tootin has 38 rushes for 104 yards and a rushing touchdown, along with three catches for 50 yards and a receiving touchdown. Good running back, uh, the North Carolina A&T transfer. Him and the other kid, 24, they're both very good running backs. They got some veteran offensive linemen up front with the center and the right tackle. Pretty good quarterbacks. Obviously, we know Grant pretty well. It's, last game was the first game we really got to see number one outside of uh, the Baylor game last year. He played some in the second half, so they got a good offense. There will be several connections talked about today between Marshall and Virginia Tech, but the one that stands out the most and the one that everyone's talking about is the return of Grant Wells as quarterback for Virginia Tech. Coach Huff talked about Grant Wells' journey since his time at Marshall and what to expect from the signal caller. We went back and watched the ECU game two years ago, and the kid looked like Joe Montana. I mean, and that, that's the scary part because I know what he can do throwing the football. Um, I know he's gotten kind of a, you know, a rough time around here because of you know some of the outcomes of the games. Um, but the kid can spin it, man. I mean, he can rip you for 400 easy. Um, and that's the scary part. Um, he's, he knows the system. I think he's a year advanced in their system. Um, how do you tell if a quarterback knows the system? Because his decision-making is on point, man. I mean, one, two, three balls out. You know what I mean? He doesn't even look to the opposite side if the coverage doesn't give him that, you know, that read. Um, and he spins it. He can throw it. He can throw it with good accuracy. Um, and, you know, as we know from him being here, um, Grant's got a little sneaky athletic ability. You know, he can run as well. Even though a lot of the talk is about Grant Wells, Coach Huff emphasized the importance of playing to the standard that is Marshall football, regardless of the opponent. I, I think, you know, we said it with our team, it's, it, we're not playing Virginia Tech Saturday. we, we got to play the standard. And if we go out and play Virginia Tech, then the game in the moment is going to get too big. Um, we've got to focus on playing to our standard, which is playing really, really hard, playing disciplined, executing consistently. Um, so I don't think it's about, you know, I don't think Owen Porter is pinning his ears back thinking I can go tackle Grant. You know, I think Owen Porter is playing the defense really, really well and with great effort. And if he gets to the quarterback, whether it's Drones or Grant, you know, he's going to get a sack. For Owen Porter, the opponent is faceless, and the focus is on executing the game plan. It's a faceless opponent at the end of the day. We're just trying to win the game. Uh, whether it's him or the number one, uh, the other quarterback who's playing, right, it doesn't matter to us. We just, we're going to do our best to get the quarterback, no matter who it is. Taking a look at Virginia Tech's defense, Coach Huff highlighted their talent and experience. One of the best teams that Marshall will face all season long. D-line is real. Um, they're explosive. They've got pass rushers. They've got edge rushers who can get after the quarterback. They, they do a really good job up front, um, and we're going to have to do a good job blocking them. Um, they're really long and athletic on the back end. I think we all know that the tradition and history of Virginia Tech football is to have really good DBs, and they continue to do that. Um, they've got some guys with some really good length and size and speed and physical on the back end. Trent Holler acknowledges the relentless intensity of their Virginia Tech defense. Their D-line is probably the strong suit of their uh, their whole team, especially their defense. Um, you know, six and three, really good guys. Um, their edge guys are really good. You know, they don't mess up too much. They play with, with 100% uh, confidence. You know, they go hard every play, so... You know, it's just going to be us trying to, you know, battle against them in the trenches and see who's going to win that battle at the end of the day. For Marshall football coach Charles Huff, the keys to victory for the Thundering Herd are clear. Discipline, effort, and execution. We've got to find a way to play harder than them, longer than them, and then we've got to play discipline. We can't go out and turn the ball over, miss um, tackles, miss opportunities, get penalties to back us up. We're going to have to play a really clean game, and, and we're going to have to play really, really well Saturday 
and we'll give ourselves a chance. That's a preview of the kickoff coming up tomorrow. West Virginia and Appalachian Laborers District Council College Football Today presented by Lyona, your workforce solution, WVLDC.org. When we continue, Dickie Martin will join us with a preview of Ashland in Greenup County. The Tomcats are back home for the first time in a few weeks. We'll talk about the matchup when we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Update your home with 11% off all Shaw flooring. Shop our huge selection of soft and luxurious carpet to durable laminate and waterproof vinyl plank. These floors provide top-notch performance. Brilliance Plush Carpet is just 99 cents per square foot. After 11% rebate, now MNRs. Good through September 24th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit skyrizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place, formerly Centers in Saints Bar, is under new ownership. Stop on by and check out Happy Hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and other daily specials. If you're a sports fan, they have what you need. Coming up from the NCAA Tournament, Major League Baseball to the XFL. And listen up. If you're a first responder, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials they have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza next to Fratelli's. Check them out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. It's going to be the Ashland Tomcats back at home taking on Greenup County. Last week, Ashland got the win 
over Russell, 47-10. Dickie Martin's here to tell us a little bit more about last week's game and look ahead to tonight's matchup. So kind of bittersweet. You get the win, but you were reminding me last week that the, we might not see the, the Russell Red Devils on the schedule very often here in the future. Well, I, I don't know. I think they've got to play us. Well, they don't have to because it's not a district game anymore. But, um, you know, it's a good good moneymaker for these two schools, as was other teams that won't play us now. But nevertheless, I think they'll play. Yeah, I really do. In football, now not in basketball. But I think they'll play in football. It was a dominant performance, 47-10. to 10. It was a little interesting yeah. early in that first half. It got interesting, but... Tomcats pulled away. What do you think the big oh, yeah. difference was? Uh, we started pounding the ground, just, you know, running the football, and they've got nobody that can stop us. We've got a great offensive line. And we've got a stable full of thoroughbreds in the backfield and uh, with good speed, and they run hard, and they cut hard, and they got good feet. And that's the story. That's it. <laughs> So you're picking up some of that Huntington High Speed you saw a few weeks ago in that scrimmage. Well, no, it's not Huntington High Speed. I can tell you that. No, I mean, we've got better speed than most teams around here, but not Huntington High. Huntington High is in a league of their own when it comes to speed. It's unmatched around here. I'd like to see a rematch. I'd like to see that uh, be an actual game. It'd be interesting, you know, now knowing well, what yeah, we know. Well, yeah, it would be great if Ashland and Huntington High could play again, but I don't think that can work out just because of this silly rating system we got here in Kentucky that we have to play Kentucky schools now, and that's just about the way it is. Is that something that coaches like? I'm sure. No. Yeah. Okay. So the majority of coaches don't like that. They do not like the rating system. It's called RPI. It came from some uh, guru supposedly in Colorado, and you don't get any points. You don't get any. Uh, points for you or against you when you play an out-of-state team. And uh, that has hurt us over the years, of course, when you play Ironton, when you play George Washington, when you play Wheelersburg or Huntington High. They've got good football teams, but nobody in you know the rest of the state, yeah, a few people do, but not very many people know how good George Washington is year in and year out Ironton year in and year out. Huntington I year in and year out. So, you know, we just, uh, we don't get any credit for, for playing good people out of state, across the state line. It's not just true for us. It's true for other schools uh, along the Ohio River, you know, all the way to Cincinnati and Covington. And then you go down the Ohio River uh, from Louisville down to Owensboro, the same way. They like to play teams in Indiana. And, and you go clear the end of the state, uh, Paducah-Dillman, uh, you know, they they like to play teams from Missouri. So it just it's silly that they don't get any credit for playing pretty good football team. Dickie Martin's with us. We we move forward down tonight. Ashland versus Greenup County. First of all, first time back home since August twenty sixth of this year. So it's been yes. a few weeks. So been, yeah, it's time to come home. You remember where you sit and everything? Is your is your seat still uh, yes, there? Yes, I. Yeah, my seat's up. Well, I presume they're still there. I haven't been back in the joint since then, but uh, yeah, I'm sure they've saved me a seat. I'll be okay. What can you tell us about Greenup County, other than the fact that every uh, game on the schedule seems to be a rivalry for the Tomcats? Well, it is. It always is, and it's 
just because we're the Ashland Tomcats and Greenup won't Greenup hadn't beat us since nineteen ninety nine. So, you know, it's been a long time, twenty four, twenty five years. So uh it's been a long time for them. They'd love to upset us tonight. It's a district game, which you need to win them all to get some home playoff games. So it's a big game for Ashland. It's a big game for Greenham. They've got a pretty nice football team. They've got an outstanding quarterback. But we've faced some really good quarterbacks all year. And it started when we played Graceland with uh, Logan Lundy and then uh, the George Washington quarterback, Fenwick. He's outstanding. And uh, the West Jesmond quarterback was pretty doggone good. The kid at Bardstown was really good. So we played good quarterbacks. It's nothing we haven't seen. You know, we're prepared for this, and I think we'll we'll be just fine. If Greenup County was to win this game, how would they do it? Uh, they're going to have to stop us offensively, and I'm not sure they can do that. You know, we're averaging over 40 points a game, and uh, they're going to play some defense. And I, they give up a lot of points. They give up 25, 30 points a game, and I'm not sure their defense is capable of stopping our our offense. Whether it be whether we're rushing the ball or if we have to, we can throw it a little bit. So um, we'll be all right. Dickie Martin's with us. The, I don't think they can stop us. The game is Ashland Greenup County. Greenup County winless against Ashland since 1999. That's yeah. that's a that's a long ways, man. That's a yes, it is. That's a that's a long ways. Yeah, and you got you know people call it a rivalry game, and uh, and quite honestly, it is a rivalry game. But I was told by uh, shoot Bob Lutz years ago, years and years ago. You know, if it's a rivalry game, you got the other team's got to win every now and then. Well, the other team hadn't won every now and then. So, uh, you know, it's not really a, quote, rivalry game, you know, because I think Bob Lutz is probably one of the smartest men I ever knew, whether it be coaching or, or outside the coaching box. So um, he knows what he was talking about. And that was during that streak where Ironton had beat Ashland 18 straight years. And he said, "You know, to be a rival, you got to you got to win every now and then." And we hadn't won, and we finally did, of course, and they evened things out. But um, it's like Greenup. It's like the, you know, we played Boyd County a couple of weeks. They haven't beat us in I think like twenty years, maybe uh, eighteen, twenty years. So you know, to be a rival, and that's why it's such a big game for Greenup and such a big game for Boyd County or a team that hasn't beat us forever. It's a big, big game for them because they haven't beat us in a while and they would love nothing better than to to beat the uh, mighty Tomcats. Well, we'll have that game for you tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340 as Greenup County trying to get a win since 1999. I, I how many people weren't born in 1999? I know the entire well, none team. Of the players yeah, were. none of the players were I born. Can tell you that. Yeah, they no, weren't even no. around. No, it wasn't even a thought. So no, they, none of those guys were around. Uh, some of our coaches will remember that. Of course, I remember it because I'm older than uh, Moses. But you know how that is. Uh, so you know, there's not a whole lot of people that remember that, but. The way it is. 
Unless they listen to this show or your broadcast tonight, where I'm sure you will exactly. point that out, and they will, and I will point it out, and they'll they'll go, "Oh, really? I didn't know that." Well, guess what? It's the truth. Dickie Martin's with so us. So there you have it. <laughs> a a colorful broadcast in store for everyone tonight. You can listen on Cats. As it, as it always is, my friend. As it, it always, always is. is. You can listen on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Also, you can go to our website, catsports93.com. I know you're a big fan of asking Alexa to play the radio station as well. Have you oh, mastered that yet? that's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite things. There's several people who have called me and said, Dickie, you were right. All I had to tell was Alexa, play Cat Sports 93.3, and by golly, it came right up. I said, I wouldn't lie to you if it wasn't true. I, it's one of my favorite things. I love that. So people can tune in tonight, listen to the game, and then they can tune in to you next week right back here with me as we get set for Boyd County. I'm sorry, we get set for Rowan County. Rowan County, I'm yeah. getting a, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. I was, uh, I was, yeah, that's all right. I mean, There's a team that's never beat us. Never. Ever. 1999 for Greenup. Rowan's never. Boyd is what going on 20 some years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about open on the 13th? Have you have you beaten open? Uh, no, they've probably beaten us a couple times, I'd say. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Have a good broadcast. And we'll be listening tonight again on Cat Sports right. 93 3 and 13. Thanks for having me on. It's Anytime. Always a pleasure. Anytime. That is the legendary. And colorful Dickie Martin, the game tonight again on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. And you know what? We're out of time. That music means we're just a few hours away from high school football in the Tri-State, and we are less than a day away from Marshall taking on Virginia Tech. We're about a day away from Marshall in Central Florida in soccer. Busy sports day tomorrow for the Thundering Herd. Lock your radio here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to thank my guest today, head coach of the Marshall soccer team, Chris Grassy. Also appreciate Woody Woodrum for checking in. And, of course, Dickie Martin with a preview of tonight's action between Ashland and Greenup County. That's going to do it for this edition. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show or you want to go back and catch it when you can listen to it, maybe you can't listen live, that's okay. We got you covered. Find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, or just hit our website, wrbc.com. Have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Until then. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.